Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is the Carlton 2018 season primer. Uh, so we're looking at uh, looking forward to it um, for, for Carlton. Uh, got to mention that this is before the draft, so we don't know who they picked up in the draft, and there still could be some delisted free agents, but uh, we'll, we'll cover it off. Uh, first off, we look at 2017 for Carlton. Uh, 16, uh, 16th, they finished on six wins with a, a lot of people, but uh, Josh and Brenton, how, how did you see the Carlton season all up? I thought it was positive. Uh, yeah. It's strange to say, especially for Carlton, I mean, they make bad decisions off-field. But I felt like the on-field stuff, they showed some promise. Um, they didn't really get... I think they maybe got like five pumpings, four pumpings during the whole season, but they maybe were expected ones. Yeah. But they had some real close games and some hard-fought games, and I thought they showed endeavour. Um, they had young kids that came through and played well. I mean, some of the recruits are starting... They're still immature yep. for, for positions that they're playing. They've got key position players, um, especially in... Um, Son of son of Sauce and yeah. son of Joe, yes, yeah, son of Joe, and obviously with Wiedemann uh, up front. Um, I thought I thought they've they've shown where they're going with their football club, and it's just going to take some time for that to eventuate. So I feel like yeah, you can't really be that unhappy with how they went. Yeah, what do you think, Josh? I think this was just putting time into the young legs. It, it was a little bit, yeah. wasn't it? Um, I think uh, the reason I like Bolton is because you get a player like Liam Jones. Well, I mean, he was a fucking joke. The let's highlight be for the year for Carlton, for me, the biggest one was they turned Liam Jones into one of the best undersized backmen in the league. Yeah. He was a fucking liability in 2015. He, he, he was a punchline. And yep. in 20, uh, 2017, he wasn't just decent, he was good. He was still a joke until about round 10, yeah. round well, 11. Well, 2016 had, was that Menzel, who was playing across the half back line and uh, pretty much playing the Eastern Wood role? Yeah. Menzel they had. Uh, Got rid of him. Um, and they needed someone to fill that spot. And Jones, yeah, of all the people, all yeah. the people would be able to have a candidate. I mean, it was all or nothing with him in there. Yeah. As an intercept mark and a contested mark, he was fantastic. He played brilliant. well above yeah. himself. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's like he's been wearing the wrong shoes for the first yeah. half of his career. Yeah. He's gone, oh, all oh, right, yeah, this is how it works now. <laughs> Call him wild thing. Maybe he just couldn't see. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's got contact lenses. We don't know. <laughs> he's had LASIK surgery. <laughs> it, it's by far one of the, the best turnarounds I've ever seen Yeah, um, in, in a player. Well, yeah. I thought they had like some good wins as well. You know. Well, I mean, end of the day, they beat Collingwood, they beat Essendon, yeah. you know, and uh, the other massive thing for, I mean, they beat Sydney as well. Yeah, they beat Hawthorne for the first time in eleven years. It was eleven years. Was that was long? Eleven wow. years. There was, I think, only about two players on the list that had beaten Hawthorne in their career yep. before. Um, guys like uh, yeah. Matty Cruiser never beaten Hawthorne. Yeah. Mark Murphy never beaten Hawthorne. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, they did it in round twenty-two, I think. Yeah. Um, which is a junk time. Uh, no, well, it wasn't for Hawthorne. Hawthorne still yeah. had a mathematical chance at the finals. It was one of the best coached games I've ever seen. Yeah, and also Cruiser coming into his own this season, I thought was more of a huge standout. He was all Australian contention. Yeah, um, throughout the a few year. more wins, and I think he probably gets there. He had some individual games that pretty much not one off his own back, but he was the linchpin. Had a big monster. Had a big scout for the year too. Uh, he took. The, oh yeah, yeah, Dangerfield, Dangerfield. took the Brownlow yep. off him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I should mention too, Mark Murphy had a great year. He was their best and fairest. Yeah. Um, it's always nice to see the captain get best and fairest. It shows he's leading from the front. Yeah. Um, and probably his best year in, in a long time as well. Yeah, and consistent as well. Like, you just, um, you forget how a good performance for him because he did it week in, week out. Yeah. Young, uh, young Doherty. He's, he's decent. He had a great year. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, turned out well. Well, he, he had to as well because they lost, uh, Zach Tui in, in yeah. the last mm. off season. Um, and they play a very similar role. Um, but he, he stepped up. 
I thought. Injuries did hurt them, though, with uh, Kerno going out and also, um, mm. uh, what's his fucking face? Um, the other Kerno. Yep. Crips. <laughs> Crips. Yeah, Crips, um, Crips yeah. quieting down a little bit. Um, he, he had a, he got Savage dialed late in the year, too. But, um, yeah, every team gets some injuries, but um, losing a block like Crips and that really did hurt the game plan. Reigning best and fairest, too. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. mind how young he was. Um, so that's going to hurt. So if they're the highlights, and there were a lot of highlights for, for Carlton, where are their lowlights from this year? Casbolt. Casbolt. Still, yeah, still Casbolt. Like, the thing is, he had some great games early on. He was kicking straight, and I'm thinking, geez, I think preseason, uh, I don't know whether it was all of us or just me, predicted that he'd have a, he'd have a breakout year. And I, I really wanted to hope that would happen because as a contested mark, he is brilliant. As a kick for goal, he is shit. Yeah, I th- I feel like it it improved a little bit, but not only because it couldn't get worse. Yeah, I think the first five Which rounds, is true. he was good. I think he was kicking. I think he was about seven three at one stage. Yeah, and then it went uh, went to shit after that. Yeah, and I feel like I mean they had some good games, but they had some shit ass games too. Like if if GWS was their best game, where they managed to get over line by a point, which yep. was sort of like a just a gift to the fans that come in week in week out yep. and go through the hard times. That was a gift for them. I feel like the opposite of that was when they um, lost to Gold Coast. I think it was uh, round four. And they're, they're looking at obviously getting beat comprehensively by Richmond in round one. Yep. And they're still looking to see if they're going to be between that sort of uh, 15 to 8 spot. Yep. See if they could actually, you know, maybe this is the year they snag a spot. Um, that was the one where you went, all right, that's it. Like, that's this is your just, rebuild for sure. There's a line there. That, we're not going much higher this year. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was an even game until half time. And then the third quarter was one goal one to seven goals two, and that was the end of it. But, and Gold Coast were up and running at that yeah. stage as well. Yeah. They, they looked like they were going to play finals. Yeah, that put them two and two after this win. Yeah. And with that, with that sort of uh, last half domination, you're like, oh, they can play four four quarters. But yeah. for Carlton not to be able to, you know, just put that put that game uh, make it more competitive for four quarters, even if they lose, it's, it's still you know honourable loss, which you don't really like, but it's still you put something there. You've got something to hang your hat on. But to uh, be in it until halftime and come out and just with nothing. It was uh, really disappointing, and that really would have uh, made their crowds pretty thin for the rest of the season. Um, I thought another bad one was the Q and the Rack game, the uh, round 23 against yeah. Sydney and Sydney. They come off uh, an eight-match losing streak, yep. and like we said, beat Hawthorne, which was first time in 11 years, great. Next week, they just went, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Buddy kicked 10 on, on Liam Jones, but to be honest, Buddy could have kicked 20. The yeah. ball was down there that often. There was nothing Liam could do. He was one out all night. Yep. Um, it just, nothing was going to change. Yeah, there, and there was, yeah. There, even if he had help, they wouldn't be able to do anything because they just didn't have the, the men on the field to be able to have that game plan. They're going to stop Buddy. Mm. Um, oh, the other thing I forgot to mention about the Hawthorne game was Jed Lamb. Um, he yeah. played uh, the best game he's ever played. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was it was that good. It deserved mentioning. Uh, you, uh, just, you just hope that they get experience from the young kids in those sorts of yeah. games. Yeah, it's a learning experience. Get the rub. Well, one of those young lads I didn't mind was a uh, young Petset Petrovsky Seaton. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. Uh, developing quite. Well. Got a little bit of mongrel about him too. He does, which I do like. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a few times where he's uh, done a little bit of the the lady on the in the pockets. <laughs> Uh, letting, letting the fans and letting the opposition know how, yeah. how good yeah, he is. I don't have a problem with that. I little think, push and uh, shove. Nothing wrong a, with that. Having a little bit of, uh, you know, getting your tail in the air. Yeah, um, nothing wrong. Yeah, you're finishing 17th. But look, you got to you got to take your wins where you get them and you've got to pump up your achievements. You've got to sell tickets. Absolutely. <clears throat> Give them credit, 16th. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about Gold Coast. <laughs> Equal on wins, though. I think that's about where we had them um, 
maybe a little <coughs> bit higher uh, the preseason. I mean, they had some gutsy wins. Yeah. Well, all their wins were gutsy. Yes. Um, you know, and they beat some top four sides. Yeah. It's not a bad effort. Limited their real blowouts, I thought, for what we expected. Yeah. So, can't be too unhappy as a Carlton sporty. And, like, you see the direction they're going, so that's what yep. gives you faith. Yeah, and they're, they've got a lot of faith in Bolton. Yeah. And he's... he's Deservedly. Shown, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's the only coach as well that's not on a contract. He, right. he, lock him in. No, no, no. He's a salaried. He, he's on the payroll. So he is... Oh, really? He's so, a full-time coach, <laughs> not on a contract. So he gets like four weeks holiday a yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he, he's just... He's, so it's, essentially, it's recurring. I want him to... Someone steals his, steals his lunch every, every day. Yeah. I want him to call in an RDO. <laughs> just on one Saturday. Just like, sorry, boss. Hey, hey September. Have <laughs> as many as you like. Um, all right, so let's have a look at 2018 for them then. Well, d- Dale, getting rid of Dale Thomas is a good option, I think. Well, yeah, he's he's still there at the minute, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Oh fuck, pretty sure. Yeah, took a pay cut though. How 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 brave he of him. fucking had to. He was on he ridiculous a, cash. No, he had the option uh, to get an automatic uh, extension, yeah. and he said, "I'll waive my option. I want to earn it." Yeah, um, which is smart because there were rumors, or not rumors, but you know, talk that he might be kept out of the side just so he wouldn't reach that option. Yeah, mm. but uh, anyway, he uh, he played some decent footy later on in the year, especially against Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, um, he did. Which is good because he has underperformed by anybody's measure since yeah, he started. Yeah, I'd say decent, not exciting. Yeah, he's not back to his 2010 nah, best. He needs a team around him. Yeah, but he, he had some good games, some consistent games. So look at 2018. They're double-up games. We've got Gold Coast, Collingwood, Adelaide, Bulldogs, and Frio. That's, I'd say Pretty for nice. a team that finished 16th, that's on the rough side. Slightly. But... Um, I mean, they finished 16th, so... Yeah. Mind you, if they can give Collingwood a touch-up twice, which no guarantees there. No. But uh, one thing, they'll have an advantage in the coach's box. So... <laughs> yes, yes, you know, they, they could do it. I feel like it's not too bad for those double-ups. I feel like you've got some interstate teams, so you get a bit of a home ground advantage, and the other ones are big ticket sellers. So you've got Collingwood yeah. playing, uh, you know, probably not sold-out games, but there's going to be big crowds there. Anything can happen. Yep. And so even if you lose on the, the away leg, you've got that chance to come back and really make something of it. And the Adelaide grudge matches will be good too. Yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think they get more prime-time games this year, but... Uh, at the same time, they only play Richmond once. They only play Essendon once. So yeah. they're gonna their crowd numbers are gonna be down just naturally because of who they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, their double ups are against three interstate sides. Yeah. I was honestly surprised they didn't get the um, Good Friday game. I thought that would have made the most sense. Well, they've got enough. Yeah, I know, that's the thing. They've sort of must have just looked through it and gone, "Fuck, we're giving them four Fridays." That's, yeah. Because remember, was it two years ago when they had six? or seven Friday night games and they were awful every single time yeah they weren't weren't fun to watch yeah, they've got it's almost the curse I mean, when they gave the Tigers like a heap of them yeah, yeah. yeah that, shit, that fucked was them a bad up. bad season yeah that year I thought it could have cost Dimmer his job if yeah. it, uh, it didn't um, they've got a lot this year um, I think they're playing much more attractive interesting. football interesting yeah so. yeah at times I mean you can see where they're going <clears> but uh, they're going to get there next yet. year though that's I think the they problem just, they've built the foundations like they're they're working a game plan that's not going to they can't quite achieve 100% of it right now, yeah. but they're building towards it. So probably yeah. not just this preseason, the next one as well. Uh, losing Gibbs is something they've probably planned. Yep. Uh, well, they've ex- expected, because considering he's been asking to go for the last <laughs> two years. <laughs> well, we'll look at their outs, uh, and they've got a lot of them. Um, and a lot of list cloggers, as uh, Terry Wallace would say. Yep. So we'll start with Armfield. Armfield was a bit of a whipping boy for Carlton. I actually liked him. I thought he had some dash about him. Yeah. But uh, he's uh, he's pulled the pin. Uh, Gorringe... Janks there's the pin on a grenade that one Jacks and Sumner so some of their uh, GWS imports um, 
they've decided to finally let them go. Um, yeah. Just part of their retirement plan, I think, for the GWS. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Buckley as well. He's, that's a shame because he looked like he was going to be the goods two years ago. And obviously, I mean, there must be something that they see in training and or off the field that they realise that we, this is the direction we want to go. Yep. This is what we're planning, and, and they're just not going to fit in. Him. So you may as well cut your losses early, yep. as opposed to getting invested in someone and yeah, not working out. Well, it does seem sometimes that some like some lads when they're going through the juniors, they're always told they're fucking awesome, they're brilliant, and they get to you know the uh, under 18s are, and yeah. you're, you're fucking brilliant, you're amazing. Get yeah. to the AFL and it's like, lad, you got to earn yeah. your spot. And they're playing against grown men. Yeah, and yeah. some some of the lads it's think a different game. Mate, I've been I've been brilliant all my life. What the fuck? Yeah. And they can't quite adjust that. No, no. Everyone here is brilliant. Yeah. And they work their ass You've off. You've gone from the best yeah. player in the league to the fortieth best player on your list. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and some players don't adjust. Some players have I deserve around them. Um, I'm not not slagging off anyone in particular. Just saying some yeah, of the young guys. names out there. Yeah. I want to hear it. <laughs> Fucking drop bombs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Reese Palmer has uh, pulled up. Uh, Stumps as well at his third club. Yeah, um, I don't think he played many games this year anyway. Uh, Bo Kirst is also oh, really? another project player. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bo Kirst was the one where, when he got drafted, he had a Twitter tirade <laughs> from a month earlier, yep. bagging yep. out Malthouse. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, Malthouse has finally won there. He's got the last laugh there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's got the shittiest facial hair. <laughs> Billy Smets as well. Uh, he's been delisted. He sounds like a baseball player. And of course, Bryce Gibbs, yeah. um, who they, they've, at least they've got some good picks for him yeah. because they've got a lot of spots on their list to fill. Yeah. Um, but that's a 200 gamer and former number one draft pick that they've uh, had to finally um, yeah. let, let go. And it hurts giving it to a, a, a team that's already strong. You're just strengthening a, a, the opposition and yeah. putting them into... Well, I mean, I haven't seen him perform in the finals, so I don't know how it goes, but <laughs> maybe he can be one that actually shows up on grand final day and makes a difference. You never know. So, yeah, there's always that sort of double-edged sword where you're getting picks for it, but you're really strengthening a, a prime opposition, especially, do they play in Adelaide twice this year? Uh, yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't think this is uh, Carlton's premiership window. No. They, they, they've clearly gone, you know what, we've, we've missed yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not interested in Carlton. It is weird when you look at... T- you know their premiership window is well and truly closed, and it's arguable that it never really opened. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they had three number one draft picks, and they, they've lost their first one. Yeah. Um, you know, and they had Chris Judd during that time period as well. Oh, that's true. And Eddie Betts. Yep. <laughs> All these players, you know, <laughs> you, you can keep going. And Dale Thomas oh, gave away rock one of the year as well. <laughs> yep. Sam Jacobs. Um, <laughs> Josh Kennedy won a few Coleman's as well. Let's not forget. Um, but there is stick the boots in now. Yeah. Fuck it. Scott. Well, yeah, well, I wasn't talking about Sam Jacobs, but anyway, who are you talking about? Richmond's Ruck of the Year. What do you you mean? You never come from Carlton. What? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, he did. Which did one? Nankervis? No. Fucking... Ivan Merrick? No. Um, oh, Sean Greig. Sean Greig, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. in my mind. Yep, Jeez, there like, you go. <laughs> I, think, I think Richmond drafted Megan Gale and got him a spare. Yeah, Sean Hampson. Yeah. Ah, same fucker. <laughs> Greig probably won through, let's be honest. <laughs> Greig probably got more hit outs than Hampson this year. <laughs> he really did. 
Um, all right, so let's have a look at their ins. Um, and I've got to be honest, and I think they're great. Um, they've got Matthew Lobb um, from uh, Port Adelaide. Who yeah. has really been struggling at Port Adelaide for the last two years. Yeah. And I don't know what the plan is there. Maybe, I mean, they've had such a good run with the cruiser. They just want some backup just in case. I think that's it. And it, it was a bargain because Port had to pay some of his salary. Because oh, he was right. on big... Remember when Port that's were, right. you know, going great guns, so they signed up all their players to big contracts and went, yep. oh, they're not that good. Yeah, shit. He was <laughs> one of plan B. <laughs> uh, they got Kennedy from uh, GWS because that's what they do is recruit from GWS. Yeah. He, he's not bad. He could be. He's probably the better ones that they've got out of GWS. Yeah. Mm. He's one of the ones that could turn into something. Not uh, not a superstar, but yeah. something with those surprising moments. Yeah, but they said the same thing about Sumner and Janks, and they're both yeah. uh, gone. Hey, they could still turn into something, just not at Carlton. <laughs> just not, yeah, not in the AFL either. Um, Darcy Lang from Geelong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, un- yeah, unproven. But, I mean, you, you need someone to take the field. So but, Yeah, that's what I is. don't think he's too bad. He's got I'm, a bit of speed. You know, he's a young lad trying to break into a, a midfield with Selwood and Dangerfield. It's going to yeah. be tough. It seems a bit funny that he's probably the 20th best player in, in Geelong. And I mm. think he's still going to be about that at Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he'd be, yeah, 10 to 15th. I yeah. mean, maybe just looking at the, adding some depth to their very injury-prone midfield and maybe. a few holes. Like maybe, said, they, maybe they've got a plan for him to turn around to a backman. What's the saying? Never too many. Age. Never yeah. too many midfielders. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think that's sort of, that strategy's gone to the wayside these days. Um and uh, Mullet from North, who all I know is can run fast. I, I actually quite rate Mullet. Like yeah. I was, I, you, you rated Daniel Curry too, but we just figured out he couldn't play. I'm, jury's still out on him. He, he, he might make it back in the draft. But no, Mullet, as long as he's not fucking trying to precision pass, he's great. The problem is, he plays a lot like uh, some of the other guys who do the run from fullback and blast, like uh, yep. your Basher Hooley, yeah. your JJ. But then he just runs from fullback... And chip kicks. Precision passing is kind of important in football. Passing, yeah. yeah. That's general. Well, that's important you, you these days. You want to know that skill. Well, but it's like, if you want to get metres gained, fucking lay into it. He's a, a left legger and he's not afraid to take people on. The problem is he just decides, I'm going to be clever with this. <laughs> I'm going to chip it over and get it back. It's like, mate, you're not that good. Yeah. You're decent. You're not best 22. I, I, but let's be honest. I think that's the most time anybody's ever dedicated to talking about Mullet's career. The yeah. funniest but part he's is one of those players um, on uh, on Reddit that an article about him leaving, and a whole bunch of people were commenting about how dealing Sam Gibson was a bad idea. So not even his own supporters could recognise yeah. his face. Apparently, <laughs> even though he's got a sleeve tat, and it was a bad idea, by the way, for Sam Gibson. Anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So who's going to have a big year for Carlton this year? Who are we looking to? Who's going to be their bright stars? Oh, I've got to get back on Casbolt. He has to have a big year, otherwise, he's failed. Well, I want to see Wiedemann really uh, impose himself in that forward line. Um, I think he's one that could be a one-out forward. You reckon forward? Yeah, yeah. We haven't forward. got any other forwards. Yeah, what are we going to do? Uh, yeah. I feel like putting forward, he can be a one-out player. Um, also, he's someone that your fans can get around. You know what yep. I mean? Create a bit of excitement there. Uh, it can't hurt the club. Um, so, yeah, I feel like he's a person that they're really going to have to, um, you know, make him make him a, a cultural figure down at Carlton. Yeah. I really believe in the second-year blues um, for a lot of players. Not yeah. you know, No pun yeah. intended for Carlton. Um, and him and uh, young Kerno, Charlie, have just come out of that now. So this is now their time to, to yeah. shine. Um, yeah, stay injury-free. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be their future. Is it too soon to give Jack Silvani the captainship? Yep, yep. far too soon. Uh, I, I, he d- needs to earn his spot. No, give it to him. Fuck it. Sell a couple of Guernseys. 
I'm sure they they sell plenty of the Sylvani <laughs> beans. Yeah. They've done all right. They sold them to the Sylvanis. <laughs> Shitty part is, is hundred of them. They're recycling them now. People are just wearing the same one. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Well, you've got to change numbers. Yeah. Um, they're actually going down to Geelong this year. The first time since uh, in 20 years or something. They're really? Playing Geelong down Jesus. in Geelong. Because I think last time Darren Milburn uh, nearly killed. Uh, Silvani's old man so that was, oh, okay no that wasn't it too long but anyway doesn't matter um, and Liam Jones now he's going to yeah. be in the back line from round one this year yep. he's got a real chance to show he, it wasn't a, a fluke yeah um, I'm backing him in yeah that's why I don't mind if Weedering stays down back because th- that's a good one two punch yeah um, for, for stoppers and then uh, Doherty running off them um, that, that's that's not a bad backline to build yourself around yeah I mean if all goes to pl- all goes right yeah. then that's yeah. something yeah you know it, that, that's the lock you can be like alright sweet that's sorted out yeah and now you go to figure out the next problem yeah who are you going to look to for on field leadership like the the one well, that actually when the team's struggling it's still Mark Murphy isn't it I mean he's yeah. the reigning best and fairest and the captain and 200 odd games um, they've lost the class of um, Gibbs um, and they still really rate Cade Simpson and I think I'm the only person in the world that doesn't I just don't rate him but he's. I'm not, I'm not sold. I'm indifferent. 260 games in. Yeah, I'm indifferent. I think he's the role player, but you can't expect too much out of him. Yeah, uh, he's going to be good. He's going to not going to let you down. But yeah, don't, don't be looking to him to all of a sudden turn it on. I think he's comfortably above average. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. And like, that's enough for what he has to do. And I think Essendon fans. So, I think he carves up Essendon usually. So Essendon fans have a few scars there. So they yeah highly rate him as well as an opposition player. Um, and Ed Curno. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Curno's got to stay fit. He's got to stay fit. He's got to be in their top uh, best three, be- yep. best and fairest for the year. I've still never seen him and Steve in the same room, so I'm suspicious. <laughs> Steve, you reckon? Yeah, yep. yeah fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, so, who is in trouble uh, for Carlton? They've had massive list changes. Yeah. So, yeah. if you're still in trouble after they've just delisted ten, well, I think that their recruitment team are the ones that are in trouble. Yeah. If this doesn't pay off, I think they're fucked. Well, they've they put a lot of stock in uh, GWS players, and now yeah, they've suddenly... paid off. And I mean, they've got rid of some absolute amazing players over the last five years. Haven't so they? I feel like, yeah, if this isn't this doesn't pay off, uh, I feel like the recruitment team needs a bit of a restructuring. Yeah. I feel like they've got a bit more um, insight into GWS though. Uh, with Silvani. It's not fucking helping. Yeah. <laughs> no, it hasn't, hasn't helped previously, but now they've... Uh, definitely gone the shotgun approach. <laughs> if we recruit them all, one of them's going to turn good. Maybe they'll play finals one day. Shit, you can always delist shit players. It's hard to recruit good ones. Yep. Yeah. This is true. I, I feel like that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> good luck. Um, I, I put down Lob as well because obviously he's been playing in the sand for the last two years and yep. now he's got a chance. And Cruiser has injury issues, but... Last year was his best year in ten years. Just yeah, about. he played well around the whole ground, which is yeah. which is just tough to just see how you gonna fill those shoes. Um, so he might be just pinch hitting, but mm. Casbolt's the other one. Like, how many more chances can you have? Mm. Well, I do feel that his twenty seventeen was better than twenty sixteen. Yeah, but not, not as much. good as it should have been. Yeah. yeah, he's not on that sort of um, improvement curve that they would, would have been expecting yeah. for him. And the big part is goal kicking, and he's shooting. He yeah. was shooting about fifty percent. Not good enough. Yeah. But this is the year though he was out of contract and the big talks that he was going to you know being shopped around to other clubs but he signed on so he's shown let's say the faith in the club or they've you know pulled out the, the checkbook yeah um, actually if he's doing delivery driving for Vizzy uh, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all <laughs> um, but uh, he's got to return the faith doesn't he they, yeah. they've said mate we still want you here you know you want to be here be, become a best 22 be best 22 week in week out yeah and uh, give us something don't see how it what he does to change is it off-field stuff or is it just just spend more time in front of the sticks? game? 
Put yeah. him through the middle. Yeah. He's Maybe. taking that many fucking marks. Just hope he doesn't get Travis Cloak's goalkeeping advisor. <laughs> get the Rocker, glove. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or he just doesn't go, don't go inside the forward 50. Yeah. Just yep. stay out. Let Cruz is, he's quite a good, you know, marking kick. Make, make a backman out of him, get weirdering up in the forward line. Be a, yeah, be a, a rack and floating cross half back. Yeah, yeah. Sean Wren style. Yeah, I'll throw his old Rennie. Um, so with all that, where do we see Carlton going in 2018? Where's our ladder predictor got him? We've got him, Josh. I've got him 16th. I, I think it'll be 16th same, with, same. with pride. Yeah. Um, they know they're not premiership windowing in 2018. I think 2020 is when they'll start uh, hitting their straps. So yeah. I feel like that their improvement will be, I mean, only slightly above insignificant, but yeah. uh, I think they might pick up a spot to finish 15th due to some other clubs falling down around them. Um, but I still think it'll be a good season. Uh, we'll definitely see a bit more of where what Bolton's vision is for this team. And I mean, they made some interesting decisions in trading. So yeah, maybe that'll become a bit clearer. Um, I still don't think it'll be a breakout year. I'm not expecting much, but yeah, I think 15th will be worth the finish. I think Bolton will be a premiership coach. I just hope that it's not with Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's a, a quality fucking coach. Yeah. And I think if anyone's going to lead them into the well, premiership I mean, run in the t- early 2020s, we could get rid of a good coach. I mean, Ratton was <laughs> a good coach, and yeah, fuck him off. He could come back, you never know. Yeah. Um, I think their last core being, you know, Gibbs, uh, Simpson, Murphy, Cruiser, like their time at Premiership is, is past. Yeah. Is their chance. And obviously, yeah. Gibbs has now moved on. Their next core is another year older you know that's Cripps Wiedering uh, Charlie Curnow yeah. um, they're another year on they're getting a little bit so I, I'm the same as you I've got them 15th and I'm thinking they're going to improve but yeah, their the gutsy wins are going to get better and I don't think they'll get smashed uh, as often this year yeah all I'd want to see from them if I was a Carlton fan is not a gutsy win a classy win yeah just where they've just turned it on and just held it and run through the other team yeah. yeah, and you want to see a linear sort of improvement in their skills and ability to make smart on-field decisions. You want to see that actually start increasing. Um, so that'll be also learning from opposition as opposed yeah. to, as well as learning from their own team. Yeah, you want to see some class. Yeah. All right, that'll do us for Carl. We've all still got on bottom four, but it does look like the, build, smile. the building blocks are there. Yeah. Uh, happily patient. And it all starts with the coach, and I think he's one of the best ones going around. Yeah, you want to see him get out of the blocks firing into the targets around one, two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Lewis will come. Good luck. Peace. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.